Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on this 200th episode. Been doing this for 200 episodes. Wow. Hope you're all doing well. Having a decent, quiet day. A little housework in my future, but it's kind of nice, actually. So, before we get into it, I have a voicemail from Tim Shorts, Gothridge Manor. Take it away, Tim. Hey, Glenn. Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor here. I've been enjoying your Undead series. I hope you get into some of the other kind of creepy undead that are in, uh, you know, like the Fiend Folio, because Fiend Folio's got some wicked-ass undead in there. I think it'd be fun if you kind of went there. And I, mean, I, I know right now you're kind of doing archetypes and other like that, but uh, I really enjoyed them, so hopefully you'll care keep going with it, and uh, uh, have a good, and I'm enjoying listening to it. Thank you very much, Tim. Yeah, I probably will. This is going to end the first wave of the undead Things I'm going to be looking through things like the Fiend Folio and other things like that to see if I can find more unique undead that need to be talked about. I'm sure they're out there. And maybe variations on some basic undead. But have no fear, I will be doing this again. But for right now, this is the last one of this wave, so it's time for me to talk about some other things. But I haven't forgotten about it, so keep listening and I will keep talking. Today, the Lich. The highest one on the cleric's turning chart. Probably the most biggest, baddest, so far, boss you're going to fight. Now, the history of the Lich. I've not looked in the three brown books, but the first time I find a Lich is... It gets kind of wonky because of the, the publication dates. The first time I see a Lich is in the ADD First Edition Monster Manual. And the state's kind of wonky because... The Lich proper in basic. Well, the Lich in basic you didn't see until Menser. So I looked at my rule cyclopedia and son of a gun, there's the Lich. Now, this is something to build a story around. And this is a villain. This is an undead that will have. I mean, it's not only powerful in and of itself, but it will have a following. It will have something of an army or something like that to back him up. So, this is how this is how you kind of take care of it. Now, I went into the... Uh, interesting, I was reading the, the description in the Monster Manual. And the alignment in there is neutral with the parentheses evil. So, it leans towards evil tendencies, which means it could be... To me, it means it could be any alignment, but it, but it sort of leans towards evil. There are rares, rare, rare exceptions, but anyway... In the in the the rule cyclopedia, I like the description a lot better because it goes into a little more detail. Now they say they were formerly ultra powerful magic users of, according to the rule cyclopedia, of something along the line. They start at twenty first. They have to be a twenty first level magic user or cleric to even think about being a lich. And they talk about how it's a ceremony and it's a monster of magical origin. We all know what it looks like, kind of a skeleton with robes and things like that. 
And it says the very sight of a lich, and I'm quoting the rule cyclopedia here, the very sight of a lich causes fear in all characters below fifth level with no save. Its merest touch caused 1d10 points of damage and can paralyze, get this, and this isn't rule cyclopedia, it can paralyze any creature for 1d100 days, although a saving throw does apply and the paralysis is magically dispellable. But imagine you touch somebody, he touches you, roll save. Oh, you didn't make it? You roll percentile dice. Man, oh man, that is a big whammy. And you've got to select, this is the kind of, this is the kind of bad guy because it is the biggest, baddest undead out there. This is the kind of bad guy you've got to prepare for. You've got to, you've got to come, you got to prep for it. You got to prep the villain. It's almost like you need stats for it, but I wouldn't put stats for it. And what you'd have to do basically is make a spell list and figure out how he attacks and such. Because 21st level, magic user, cleric, you're going to have a lot of spells to fool around with. What you got to do is you got to think about it. This is, it takes some thought. Who would Who would be serving Lich, if any? Because there are Liches who like solitary stuff. You know, they, they want to be by themselves and such. But you got to think about who their minions could be. They could have like vampires under control. I see. I see it the other way around too, where there's a master vampire with a couple of liches under his control. I don't know how he did that, but usually they have like lesser undead under their control, skeletons at least, at the least. But all the look at look at the turning chart for clerics and all those other, a lot of those other undead can be their servants. There's some like you know the 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 ones that are more ethereal, like the ghosts and things, it's like, uh, he may, he may not, depending on how I can sweet talk him or something like that. But they will have followers, and that means you're going to have a fight on your hands. And if you get through all his followers, then you have him to deal with. Oh, boy. And, yeah, it, and the thing is, once they become a lich... That freezes their spell. That freezes their spell book. They can't learn anything new, as far as I can tell. And it also carries one d four plus one. I'm talking rule encyclopedia again here, and I don't know why you can't use it for the other games. One d four plus one powerful magical items to use in case of trouble. And it also says. Within its lair, it'll also have 48 additional temporary magical items or more, plus the amount of coin, gems, and jewelry given. You know, it'll have something of a of a hoard or a treasure. I'm thinking probably just to support if he has a if he has some living creatures, you know, that kind of thing. And they also it says here, and I'm well, like I'm getting all this out of the rule cyclopedia because it had a really good, it has a really good description of it. A magic user lich normally has 1d2 spells on it of permanent nature, most often detect invisibility or fly. And the clerical has 3d4 types of other undead nearby acting as servants. There's the servants thing again. And they can can summon other uh, powerful undead. They can just give you a bad day. And this, (laughs) hit dice, what does it say? 11, it says, see above, and it has a whole chart. And it goes from 21st level lich to 36th level lich. And we're talking, 
well, it's interesting because as they go up in level, if they if they're they become lich at a higher level, they get less hit points. Uh, because they start with D six until thirty six level. And oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading the magic user and lich table. Oh, okay, cleric lich magic user, got it. Cleric cleric liches have D six. Magic user liches have D four. But okay, say you're thirty six level, which is the highest level you can do in the game. Ninety six plus twenty seven hit points. Oh boy. And the first edition AD&D just says hit dice 11 plus. So they kind of simplified it a bit. And so you've got a lot to, that's it there it says there even the the the, the, the rule cyclopedia says liches are master villains, coordinating armies and spy networks make up of the made up of the undead. Each one has his own goal. One may want to achieve immortality. One may serve an evil immortal, ent- of, immortal or entropy, or may wish to transform the entire world into a horrid playground for the undead. They have their own. This is why I say this is one of the custom monsters you have to deal with. This is not a oh, just just throw a lich down there, just to give him trouble. No, you think of his. You gotta you basically gotta flesh out this thing. You really do. And it'd be worth your while to do that. You could, and I'm not saying they're undefeatable. Undefeatable. There are ways to defeat them. You just got to figure out. And also, you probably make it a unique way to defeat them. There's, they don't mention it here in first edition or in the rule cyclopedia. But I believe they have phylacteries with their essence in them. You got that, and you can. Boy, oh boy, you can you can write your own ticket with them. I keep thinking. <laughs> I keep thinking of Jap and Jack's throw. I got a jar of dirt. I got a jar of dirt, and you know, hold that up. Say, you move, I break it, or something like that, or just you mess with the phylactery. That'll get him. And here's here's what does not have effect on liches. As usual, the undead charm sleep. Enfeeblement, polymorph, cold electricity, insanity, or death spells or symbols. So you cannot do finger of death to them. You cannot do power word kill to them. They're already dead. You can't destroy them. I should say you can't destroy them. I'm always correcting people about undead. I'm always saying, look, you don't say kill. You say destroy because they're already dead. You just have to destroy them. So that could be a big, that could be either a great adventure or a great campaign right there. Use liches, they're fun, but get those party levels up. You know, once again, you do not throw first, second, third level parties at this thing. You got to be at least on the upper middle of the progression, say around 16th, 17th level, even to think about going up against the lich and coming out alive. So... That's my advice to you. I'm going to go start my day. And if you have any questions about this, you want to ask me something or talk about anything else, you can leave me a you can leave me a voicemail at Anchor, or you can send me an email at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. We'll help you help support this program and i would thank you and i once again i thank my sponsors jonathan dorge wendell jessen and oliver shriek my two supporters at this time so folks 
It's been a great 200. Let's see if we can make it 200 more. I sure will try. But until I see you again, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.